I want to suck your blood. <laughs> what? We didn't even rehearse that one. <laughs> this Dracula. Caught me off guard. You didn't see that one coming, huh? No. Always keeping you on your toes. I don't know about always, but... That was a good one. You try it. No. Go try it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay. In front of... Give the listeners what they want. I want to suck your blood. Mm, Not sexy. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Welcome back to Taiye Cinema. It is Noah. And Rachel. Thanks for joining us. And if you are a first time listener, welcome. Glad to have you here. A little bit about ourselves. This is just about an hour, 40 minutes, 40 minutes to an hour-ish of us just talking about the latest movie that we have seen. And today we're talking about The Last Voyage of, of the Demeter. Demeter. AKA Dracula comes to the UK. The UK from Russia. Is it a Romania, right? Transylvania? I thought it's what's over the I thought it was Russia. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, well, you we'll have even... to fact, uh, fact check it. Well, tra- Dracula's from Transylvania, right? That's like the whole thing. It says Russian. Oh. It's you want to know why I knew it was that is because in the beginning the first sentences that you couldn't read fast enough they said from Russia <laughs> that, to the UK that was the last sentence yeah but then you when you said Romania I was like oh maybe I mixed up the R's but no it's Russia okay yeah yeah do you know when they have like the little excerpt in the beginning I read slow like in, ni- in 1989 like the crawl from Star Wars like that one I could read because it's nice and slow and stays in the picture long enough but sometimes they're too quick and then I can't get to the end of it well the reason why you're able to read Star Wars is because it's it doesn't ever I said it doesn't disappear it's visible yeah it's visible yeah it never disappears you can like keep reading even if you're falling behind you can still keep going but with this it's like all the text on one screen and then it disappears Literally, Noah. I was looking down for my popcorn and I look up. No, oh, you're such read. a liar. He was literally looking up the whole time. He just not a fast reader. That one was quick. That last, one was a little quicker. I barely finished it and it went. See? So I still that last finished sentence it. was the Russia. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, the last voyage of the Demeter. It is. Oh, we, we already said the synopsis, basically. It is a crew. Transporting Dracula to England and what? But they don't know that they're transporting Dracula. By the way, it's not like they're yeah, they all don't know, aware. They what, just know that they got paid a lot of money to transport something. Which the movie actually actually does not do spoilers yet. But yes, they are transporting something, a aka lot. Dracula, to England. Uh, cast and directors, Rach, and you have IMDb up. And sorry, folks, we are not recording this one. We are video recording. We are having bad hair days. Speak for yourself. You said you didn't want to record. Yeah, but I you never You said you didn't do your hair. Day. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I threw myself I just, in there with you. Sometimes I just the... don't want to record. Why does it have to matter what my hair is doing? Because this is our job now, Rachel. We're not getting paid yet. It's not a job. Anyways, the director is Andre... Orvidal. You're not getting paid. Andre Orvidal. And he is known for... I'm hitting director Noah. Don't worry. 
This is the only movie he's known for. Oh, wait, no. I was going to say no way. No, he also did scary stories to tell in the dark. Mortal, the autopsy of Jane Doe, Tunnel in, Troll Hunter, and then like a few other shorts. But his most recent one was in 2020 called Mortal. They're all, they all look they're like all, really, like horror yeah, like movies. dark fantasy, like he fantasy, had a dark tough fantasy. Childhood. And this is starry, starring Corey Hawkins as Clemens as the lead. Oh, what, is, what is he in? He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, Straight yeah. Out of Compton. I told you he was Kong. in a lot of stuff. You said you didn't recognize him. He looks a little different here. In the Heights. Oh, yeah. He was in the Heights. Is he in a... Oh, yeah. In the Heights is a musical. Six Underground. He was in like every movie like three years ago. Yeah, he's big. He was really good. A good actor. This movie had like good acting, I think, across yeah. the board. Honestly, for what it was, like they did their part in the acting and playing their roles. Then we have Aisling. Franciosi. And she played Anna. And she was Dracula's the victim. Stowaway. Stowaway. Oh, Let's are not we not doing spoilers? Yeah. Liam Cunningham, which folks may know from. Do you know where he's from? Don't click in. Don't click in. He's in. Come on. Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's, look, you clicked in. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Game of Thrones. It's because I looked it up earlier, though. I'm not going to lie. But I did recognize him because he is in Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And this guy has been in. A couple of movies that we have done lately. The guy who played the captain. What other movies? Remember? The guy from The Boogeyman? Oh, that guy. Yeah, David Dashmalchian. Yeah. He is so good at acting. I love him. And I he, called it. What? Called what? I was like, hey, that's the Boogeyman guy. Yeah. Because he wasn't in that much. Those like mainstream movies, but then he's been in a lot in the horror realm. He's been doing a lot of movies lately, actually. He's already been in, like, two this year, right, that we've seen? Yeah. That's and then we have some of the supporting cast. Uh, Woody Norman, who plays Toby, who is the... Was he the son of... He was the grandson of the captain. He was the, the grandson of the captain. And then the rest of the crew, Chris which, Wally as Abrams. John John Briones as Joseph. Stefan Kapicic. Kapikic. And then Martin Furland. And Nikolai Nikolov. They make up the cast. Yep. And that's pretty much it for the cast. Oh, Javier Botet played uh, Dracula. Who? His name's Har- uh, I, oh. I, I said like... I I thought, yeah, was I was like, what is he in? <laughs> oh, he's in It. Is he? Yeah, and The Mummy. Oh, I feel like I've seen And him Conjuring 2. Like oh, he's story. in actually a lot of creepy movies. This movie looks scary. What's this? <laughs> The other side of the door? Re, he's in Reviento. Oh, oh he's, he, he's, he was in Mama too, I think. He's kind of creepy then. Yeah, yeah. He's a... Kind yeah, of regret like looking down those photos. <laughs> 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 that was alarming. So, in an attempt to reformat this so we could put out non-spoilers, we have a new segment, and it's Should People Watch This? Rachel, you mm, first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. It's not a movie you should have to see. No. Want to elaborate? I think if you're like really big into the whole Dracula story, you'll enjoy it because the beginning started off really strong, but towards the end, it was kind of just every how every movie ended. So I mean, you can imagine 
how the movie ends and how people die and all of that. But I will say it started off pretty strong and it was fun. And then towards the end, I was like, all right, I'm kind of over it. I'm in the same boat. I think this is a movie that people can skip to watch. I was very excited for it because it is kind of like a hidden story within the Dracula lore, like him coming to England. Yeah, because you always hear about him in London and like how there's so many vampires in London. Like they always make vampires in London. So it's a very like cool grounded story of just him, you know, terrorizing this crew on the ship. And I was, and we're like afraid of the ocean too. So it was like a cool premise or location. Yeah, it's super cool. It had great acting. Um, The cinematography looks really good, but it had like everything going for it except like the most important part, which was the story. They even actually took some like direction that was kind of against status quo with some of the characters, which I really like applaud the movie for doing that because it's kind of like a no-no in like the movie format of scary movies, but they did it, but it's didn't have the payoff I was hoping for. So it was weird. The movie had like great acting, cool cinematography, cool story, very grounded try to do some like ambitious plot lines, but like everything else with the story was so bland and boring. Like you kid kind of forget about this and it sucks because vampires and Dracula is such like a big fandom that this would have been such a cool, like indie kind of like a movie that could have been like a fan favorite, like a cult favorite for, for some folks like the, um, <clears throat> the Dracula with like Gary Oldman or, and I, I, I kind of saw it being, I don't know, maybe because I'm chasing for like a interview with a vampire for like a 2020. Different. I know, but it's kind of like, I was hoping it kind of fit in that realm of like cool, timeless, like vampire movies or something cool. So I was kind of let down and it's a very forgettable movie. I do not think people need to see it. It did have some cool cinematography and some cool shots, but basically like a AI could have wrote this story. You can see everything coming from a mile away, except for like one part. I'm going to like kind of disagree with what Noah's saying. Like, I don't think that it was completely like as boring as he's making it seem to be. Like there were some like really interesting parts of the movie. So if you are a vampire fan, I would say like go see it. But if you're not, then like you can pass. I think if you're a vampire, like (laughs) vampire fan. But yeah, if you're a fan of vampires and Dracula, you should watch it just because it. It's like out there. That's what I just but said. But I think you'll leave disappointed. But for the average fan, they don't need to watch this. This has no significance. And what are you, an average fan? I think I'm, I'm an above average vampire fan. Do you like Twilight? Yeah. Love it. Liar. I love Twilight. What's your favorite one? Second one. Which one? New Moon. You're a liar. What? <laughs> Ask me. What happens in the New Moon? Jacob becomes a werewolf and they clash. What? You're talking about werewolves now. But it's cool. But I was talking about vampires. You don't even talk about your favorite part being the vampires. Because the redhead girl comes back and they have to fight. Anyways. See, the redhead girl comes back. No one cares about your Twilight. I was just joking. So anyways, um, I feel like you were rambling a lot. Any of you with a vampire? I saw that. The um, See, the Jackie Gary Oldman, the Bram. I forget his name. But the old classic one. Fun fact. The way Noah and I met was through Hotel Transylvania. Because <laughs> we were at a college. I really like that one. We were at a college party. Dude, come on, tell, And he. about the movie. And he was just like, oh, yeah. We, 
watching Hotel Transylvania. And then later that night, he messaged My me. My friends at like, are going to listen. Later that night, he messaged me at like 2 a.m. saying like, oh, look what's on. And it was Hotel Transylvania. And I was like, this fool put this movie on just uh, so it he was on text HBO, me. I swear to God. Nah, he just texted me. He just wanted How to text me. How would I find it? I don't like. Yeah, your par- you guys own every movie. Your family's like the biggest movie people. Yeah, but we don't have that movie. I lied. Nate wasn't even like born lies. yet. Lies, you could still stream it. Nate wasn't born yet. And I don't think streaming was that big. Lies. But yes, yeah, I like vampires. All right, so. Spoiler the- warning. Now we can jump into Spoiler the details. segment. Yeah, that was our lame attempt at trying to do like a YouTube format. Noah's lame attempt. Well, you don't come up with any ideas. Ask you every day. I was talking about the attempt of doing it, not the, the actual idea of it. Like we were, t- you're. I had a lot to get off my chest with it, of why I don't think people should watch it, and if you're a real fan, I think you'll leave disappointed. But our spoiler part now, where we will go into deep detail. So spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the movie, tune out now. Can and we come put a poll later. for people that like get annoyed with you saying it three times? <laughs> In case they forget, like they're driving. Yeah, don't say it anymore. AirPod falls out. They might be tying their shoe. Like, just let they're it They're driving. Somebody cuts them off. Uh, they're doing the okay, dishes. Okay, anyways. So, favorite parts? Are you asking me? Is that a yeah, question? Yeah, what was or? your favorite part? My favorite part, I liked the the guy who, with the long hair and the beard. <laughs> Oh, his him? Yeah, he yeah. was cool. I don't know. He he didn't really do anything significant, <laughs> but he reminded me of the brother from uh, the Viking show, which I don't think it was him. But it was cool because he was like the first one to see his name was Olgerin in the movie. Yeah, he was the first one to see. Oh, he was the first one to see the vampire or Dracula, and he like right away kind of believed it. Like there wasn't like any doubt. He. He was like, something's out here with us, like this, that. And he wasn't really afraid, but he acknowledged something was there. And he ultimately becomes the first one to kind of be turned and tortured because he's in the light. So they tie him up because he's possessed, becoming a vampire. And they tie him up to the, is it the bow? No. We, we don't really know boats are sailing, but they tie him up to the big pole on the boat. <laughs> And then sunrise comes and he burns to a crisp. So I liked him. I wish he had was given a little more, but he was kind of the one character that kind of stood out a little bit to me. It was still a little lackluster, but out of this movie with the story given, he was my favorite. What about you? Um. Well, I can move my likes around because just to feed off of what you you said, like you once. Don't have to. One scene with him that I really liked with Olgren, um, he was mad when he was possessed by the blood of Dracula and he was kind of, I don't know if they were turning into vampires themselves. They kind of didn't really explain like what exactly was going to happen. Well, their eyes. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. He said, I can sense everything. uh, Taste your blood. But it's weird because the only difference is, is that I feel like they were, like they were almost working for Dracula. Like even though maybe they were turning into vampires, I felt like they were dragging them to Dracula. So I don't really know if they were quite vampires yet because they would have wanted to suck on the blood right away, you know? Like it was almost like they were trying to feed their master more than feeding themselves, which maybe they still were vampires. But um, anyways, that's not, you're distracting me. That I'm just part, sitting here. 
No, but I'm saying you like got me off on a tangent. But anyways, what? just sitting here and say a word. How am I distracting you? With, with you just with what you just said, saying they were vampires. Anyways, so my favorite part was with Olgren where he's a vampire and he's just in a trance and he's like bashing his head into the uh, door with Toby inside. Like that whole scene was so tense because you didn't, you don't really think the kid's going to die in the movie. And Toby's like so helpless and the lock's too heavy and he has no way out because Olgren's smashing his head inside. And then they finally pull Olgren off, but then you see Dracula through like the hole. And like that whole scene was... Probably the best scene in the movie for me personally. It was so good. It was so intense. And I was genuinely sad when Toby was dying. And yeah, spoiler warning. The cute little adorable kid already in there said spoiler dies. Warning. And gets his blood sucked by Dracula and then ultimately dies. So, and that was the part where I was saying they kind of went against the status quo with killing off like a child. Because you don't really see that. And that should have had like a really big impact on the movie. But the way it was executed was like didn't really was it wasn't impactful it wasn't like oh my god no way like, yeah i agree i think like that whole scene of him getting his blood sucked was like so intense and i was like no like dude that sucks but then when they made it where he was still kind of breathing and they like dr- prolonged his death like then yeah it, kinda, it was weird they should have just had him suck his whole blood up and like him, him been dead right yeah right away because i think that would have been more impactful it would have like really tied off the scene because it was such a good scene so, i'll save like what i disliked about that scene or the second part. What I also what I liked about the movie was the acting was really good. Mm-hmm, great. All the characters did a great job for like what they were given. Really believable. Um, the main guy who played Ke- Clemens, what was his name again? Corey Hawkins. He had some very cool monologues, and he was like the best part of the movie. Besides, like the other guy I liked with the beard. So his performance is like very impactful, but he wasn't necessarily given. He he was the doctor and had was it was a struggle his whole life because of the color of his skin being a doctor and being able to practice. So he had a lot of uh, like grit to never give up, and that you know he's the one sole survivor of the Demeter, and at the end he's the one who's kind of hunting Dracula in London. Which kind of sucks because it would have been kind of cool, but I don't think they're going to make a sequel to this. So you kind of leave off a cliffhanger. They should have had like that wrap up a little bit. I, I would have liked to have seen that. Really? I feel like. Well, they, they tease it. And I then feel like you know that again. Dracula is never going to die and no one can defeat him. Well, so I guess for me, what I would have liked to have seen is they have Dracula as like a beast. In this one, like he doesn't talk really ever. And then when he gets to London, he's acting like a man, you know, he's dressed up, he's at the pub, all this stuff. So I think I would have have just liked to have seen him acting as a man in, in disguise. And, you know, like maybe he is on the ship. He is like, a, he's a stowaway or something. You know, he's a stowaway pretending to be there. And then at night he eats them or something cool like that. Like it would have been cool to see like a human version of Dracula. Yeah, I agree with that. Like it would have been cool because like remember I said in the beginning of the movie when the the guy found the shipwreck and he like found the captain's logs and I was like, watch that be Dracula because I thought that they were gonna tie the movie off with him completely human at yeah, the that end. Been so cool. I kind of agree, but also I will say they like never close that out. 
I will. Well, they were just they were just reading the captain's logs. That's how the whole movie started. Like they opened up the page and then we went to where the captain's captain's log was. But um, but also I will say that I really did enjoy him being more beast like because I think it made him more creepy. Like him crawling was one of my favorite scenes, like because he's building up strength, which is so creepy. And you understand that he needs blood to be strong. But the beginning parts where he's crawling is just so disturbing. It's just. Yeah, it had very cool. It was yeah. a good segue because another favorite part of mine was the visuals. Yeah. Like the movie was shot. The cinematography was really cool. When he was like in the corner in the dark, I was like, ew, dude. And the yeah, the way they, they captured Dracula, it looked creepy. It looked cool. It was different. Yeah, the director really did a good job that way. There. So it was like cool to see. And we didn't see this in Dolby or IMAX, unfortunately, because uh, Barbie. Barbie, Oppenheimer is still going strong. So we had to see it in standard format. But it still looked really cool. So that's what I'm saying. Like the movie had very cool, like visuals, cool acting, very cool lore, and in a stub, grounded story that people don't really know. So it had like every opportunity, opportunity to become like a cult classic, and just was like very underwhelming and not very cool. Yeah. Any I, other favorites? Um, I would say like my other favorite part is that they kept the. The whole dynamic of like men on a pirate or not a pirate ship, but men on a ship, very like old school where they were all friends and, and they like all believed in like curses and stuff. Like when they found the girl on the ship, they were like, it's, she's cursed. Like, I think I really enjoy mm-hmm. when they bring up old like tales like that during the movie. Dead men so, tell no tales. Yeah. Like those stuff is so, so fun to me. So I really like that stuff. It was cool when he was like a rat. A ship with no rats. Is yeah, not a like ship. just like little things like that, little slogans that they learn on the ship. I just really enjoy those. And even though it probably did nothing for the movie, I just really liked. I like that too. They yeah. did kind of capture the holistic feeling and aura of like people sailing in whatever century it was. Nineteen eighty nine. Not nineteen eighty nine. Was it eighteen ninety eight? <laughs> 1998 you like the second half? No. So you just didn't like the whole movie? Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Any, any, if anything, like the second to the start of the third act was like the best part of it. When? But still, kind of when they, everybody acknowledges that Something's, that, on, something's the ship. on the ship. Yeah. That's when it kind of picked up for me. Mm. So I think like the biggest thing for me that I didn't like that I'm very confused on is so once he got wings, he didn't really need them to get to the UK anymore. Like the last day where they're able to see the island. So I'm just a little bit confused on. I'm like trying to think about it, right? Like why wouldn't the Dracula just fly away? Um, 
that was like the biggest thing because he could just get there? Or was he just really trying to pick them off one by one because he was just teasing them? And like at the end when there was like four people left and he saw the island and he could have obviously flew, he just decided, you know what, I'm just going to kill them all anyways. Like it doesn't matter. I don't know. I just felt like because he had wings, he could have just left whenever he wanted. So There was a lot of like plot holes in the movie because who set up him being shipped? He did, right? Like he was the mastermind of it because he killed everybody in the village that the girl was from. So then he had to set up like, hey, I need to be transported to London. Yeah, he's running and out of people. And that was like his whole... He, he was the whole. He was the mastermind behind everything. Of he hired. Well, the ship. and the townspeople helped him. Yeah, they like wanted him out. The girl said that there's nobody left in the town to feed on. Yeah. So, he, he like so. Dracula like the set elders. Up remember, she said like the elders get to pick or whatever. So the elder that was like shipping her off, that was the guy that like kind of helped Dracula get to. Well, he's the one that put him in the box. Yeah, they didn't really close that out, and I don't mind. If the, like, the movie was better, but I felt like they had enough time to like answer that. And then at the end too, when the police find the notebook or the captain's notes, they never really close that out either. Like, are they looking for Dracula in the town? Because he's just, you know, lollygagging around town and Clemens is there too. So maybe he would, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they left open. And then I didn't like how the stowaway girl, the one who was like Dracula's feeding. Anna, yeah. Anna, she There's was. only one girl in the whole movie, she, so you could have just said that. Anna, she was Dracula's like feeding mm-hmm. pet. I don't want to say pet, but, you know, he was feeding on her mm-hmm. for the journey. The, like the way that she was interacting with the crew like, she was a stowaway. People were like, oh, she threw her overboard. She's bad luck. How'd she get here? Like, oh, no, we saved her. And then, like, the next day, it's, like, the, I feel like they missed a scene in between of, like, them warming up to each other because it was, like, instantly, like, all of a sudden, she's giving, like, epic monologues of, like, what's happening and things kind of progress really quickly. So, like, there wasn't a lot of, like, development with her character. She was just kind of there for like uh, exposition and like to reveal details. I have that in my dislikes too, only because I felt like they were trying to force her into like the hero role where like she was giving, she was explaining everything. She sacrifices herself at the end. She was sacrificed. Well, she she was sacrificed, but she kills herself. Yeah. And then also she's, she always had a shotgun and was like there at the right times. Like when everyone was losing their mind, she was like the only level headed one. So I do feel like they're trying to force a like a hero role on her. And then they even tried to like drill it home when he was like drawing a picture of her. And he's just like, even people that like, you know, some people are just so good. They, they give up everything just to whatever, like that whole spiel he did. And that was about her. I was like, okay, like, like nothing with her really paid off. Yeah. I didn't really, she, she did a good job acting and all that, but like, didn't care when she died. Pretty pointless role because I think if they just didn't have her there, then it would have probably been like a little bit of a better movie too because she didn't even know how to kill Dracula. She's like, if you think I knew how, like we like we literally just learned how to live with him. We don't know how to kill him. But like, I think if she wasn't there and didn't explain what was going on at all and everyone was just completely just mind boggled with what was on the ship, I think it would have been a little bit cooler. 
like with everyone just probably going crazy, like what the freak is happening. So yeah, I, I, I felt like her character was super pointless. Like I just didn't really like yeah. it. And none of them to that point, none of the characters really had any like arc. There are, they were all very like superficial. Even the captain, the guy from Game of Thrones, he just played the very stoic captain who loved his grandson. That was just it. And at the end, he tries to, like, he tries to go out, like, admirably and it's like, oh, I'll drive the ship and take Dracula with me. Or, like, where am I to go? I'll die with the ship. But it just, you know, didn't really, like, you didn't care. Yeah. And, like, another thing with that scene is, and like. And the other captain, too, it was dumb where they're like, we have to sink the ship. And then the guy, um, David, I forget his last name, but the guy from the Boogeyman. He was like, no, we can't. The ship is my life. The ship is everything I have. But it was that was like so out of place. I like that. I actually liked that scene. I thought it was like, that's what I'm saying about like the old Deadman Tales thing that we were just talking about. Like I really did like that they were all like brothers and they would like tell each other stories and like they lived. And he literally was thinking he was going to get the boat after. So he thought that, you, I liked it. I felt like he had like, every right to want to fight for the boat because he thought that his life was going to change and he was going to be a captain. But because, and he even said something like if we had made it to London, you know, you would have been a great captain. And so he had just been told that after the boy dies. And then now they're like, Oh, we're going to sink the ship. And she's, he's like, dude, I'm like my whole life. I've been working up to this moment. And now you're telling me I don't even get the ship. Maybe if that happens sooner, but after you see like Dracula flying around, killing everybody, I feel like that's, unreasonable for him to not want to see but the he, they didn't see him flying around he like killed everybody everybody was possessed people were like burning alive and all that like some superficial some you know stuff was happening supernatural supernatural yeah what the heck? <laughs> supernatural stuff um one thing i didn't like is like okay so the captain said, like, I'll turn the boat around and I'll drive it away. Like, why didn't he just do that then? Like, why did the boat make it all the way to the shore? Like, when they were sinking the ship, they should have turned it all the way around the first time. So at least the boat was headed the different direction. But then also it wouldn't have mattered because Dracula has wings. So also the biggest plot hole, I think, was they found out where Dracula sleeps at night because he's asleep during the, the day, right? They found he wasn't crate. in there anymore, though, but yeah. But during the day should have been the time where they would try to, like, Oh, I agree, him. during the day, so yeah. Like, let's just wait till nighttime that's, to fight that's, him. That's what I think they were trying to do with, like, oh, if you think I knew how to kill him, you think I would have, like, just tried already? But I think they, they were saw that their one guy burned to death from the sun. Yeah. So like, I think they should have used better context clues as characters. Yeah, I agree. But nobody knew. I think that's what the director was trying to do, was trying to, like, make it known that nobody knew how to kill him. But then they were like burning in the sun. So it's like you, the characters should have been able to use context clues. They say, though, that they find the crate and they say, I found where the beast lays. And then one of the crew who's turning into vampire, he burns to death from the sun. So I think it's like, oh, let's just put his crate when he's sleeping in the sun, bring it up to the but ship. But he's not sleeping in there. They searched for it at night. He just he's hiding in the, well, in the, at night the walls. He's up and he's. He's at and at night he's up. Oh but yeah, but during, during the day, day, no. He but sometimes he's not in there. How, they don't. They never disclose that. He said in the movie, "I found where the beast lays." He might even say sleeps. I don't know. I feel like they kind of alluded to the fact that he was like in the walls and stuff, and like was hiding in crevices because he was like 
starting to get stronger. I, they did have one scene where they look for him, but it was always at night. It's like, do everything during the day. Yeah, but they don't know that. But I agree. I know I'm agreeing with you. Like it's Dracula is a very easy thing to fight when you have only half the day to fight him, you know? So, and he like, the sun is literally his mortal enemy. So I agree with you. I'm just saying, I think that the director was trying to shove like, oh, we don't know how he dies. And like, we're so confused on what's going on. And so that we don't think like that, but. Well, that part wasn't executed well then. I agree. I would say the only other thing that we talked about, like my, the, my biggest things was Anna's role. I just didn't like how they were forcing a hero character out of her. And then my second biggest thing was because I really freaking enjoyed Toby and his whole character. And I just loved him as like the kid. He was like, I bought, he did such a good job with that role when he was like beating himself up because all the animals died. I felt bad for him because he just wanted to like be a part of the crew. And then that scene where he was like trapped inside the room with Dracula and the other guy behind the door. It's like either way he's, he's done for, you know? Well, that part, so, why that didn't pay off for me was two seconds before Dracula. Well, first of all, how did Dracula get in the room? Because he was in there before. Because everybody was just in there. And then they locked the door. But then the other guy starts chasing him into the room, right? And he, he, tries, he, break, he breaks the door. And he's reaching in to unlock it. And then when everybody's there... They see Dracula is there in the room. He probably they went could in the reach room over when the boy un- walked could, over. They could reach over to unlock it like very easily. And they don't try to do that till the very end. But there's like 30 seconds or however much time. They were putting their hand in. They just couldn't get the door because it was super heavy. Remember how the kid was like forcing it shut? I think that's what they they were like. That little scene was like to show how hard it was to move the lock. So I think that's like what it was. Mm. Like I honestly I really bought that scene. I liked it. I felt like it was hard for them to open the door. And I really bought that Dracula probably went in the room when he was like talking to the other guy and then noticed he was like possessed and then tried I to I don't run remember, back. but what happens after Dracula drinks his blood and then they go into the room, but where does Dracula go? Cause don't they have Dracula cornered in the room? The thing is, is like I think all the all the he turned into a bat. <laughs> Smaller no, I bat. I don't know. I mean, that that goes to say, like, how do you get in the room? Like, there's probably yeah, ways. There's like but, a lot of plot holes. But I think that they were saying, like, you know, when they were knocking on the woods and like they were talking about the rats crawling inside. I really think that Dracula was inside the inside the woods. Like, they should have probably done a better job of explaining if he actually was. But I think they did so many context clues to allude that he was. Especially when he would just show up in rooms. Like, it's like, how'd you do that? Only rats can get into places like that. So, like, yeah. how, how are you doing it? But for me, there are so many, like, plot holes or, or conveniences like that in the movie. Yeah. I think the ultimate one is when Dracula... I didn't finish my thought because you cut me off. The ultimate one is when Dracula still going. has Clemens <laughs> and he's, like, choking him. And then they cut down one of, like, the, the poles and it swings down and, like, pins Dracula... But Dracula does this thing where it's it's like not very abrupt or quick, but he like drops Clemens, turns around, looks at it, then gets hit. But he easily could have like moved out the way or like snapped Clemens' neck before. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't done. No, that was, part was so stupid. That was like the epitome of like the convenience yeah, like that, a plot hole. But there is like too many of instances like that in the movie. But honestly, that's to like, have any stakes. To make me feel the stakes. For okay, well, let me go back because you interrupted me when I was trying to tell you about Sorry. the Toby part. My first other part was like, 
I feel like because that that scene with Toby's character was so good and I really enjoyed the room. I just wish that his death meant more like because I loved his character so much. So the fact that his death didn't like bring me to tears is like they missed a big like shot there, which was like my main thing. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm fast forwarding to where you are now. Honestly, like I agree with you. I think honestly, all of Anna's parts where she is the hero is just so bad. They're just so bad and they're reaching so hard. It was just very forced. Like when she shoot, when they're trying to get the door open and they're panicking and then she grabs a shotgun and shoots the lock open. It's like, duh. And then she swings the wood and it hits Dracula. Like, yeah, it was and like- then all of a sudden when they're on the wood drifting together, then all of a sudden she's like, I'm going one way. Cause I'm going to go burn in the sun. The wood breaks in half. They didn't even like yeah, explain that, that part either. Like what the hell? So just all of her scenes in general were just super forced and not very strong and bad. I agree. Yeah, the and the Toby's death was the ultimate like missed opportunity mm-hmm. because that was very bold of them to do. And he was a very like lovable character, but the way it was executed, there wasn't a payoff for his death. And then it was like dragged on where he kind of does recover. And then he dies, and it's like, oh no, he's a vampire. And he like burns in the sun, but just the whole time, you just, you know, kind of over the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Next segment, please. Are you the host, or the? Are you the? Well, are you gonna lead it, or what? I don't have it because you switched up the format, so I don't know what what we're doing next. The only thing I added was just. Should people watch this before? But it is, would you watch it again? Would you watch it again? I wouldn't watch this movie again. Me neither. It sucks because I want this to be a movie that I would like watch, like a guilty pleasure. Like, oh, like kind of like It looked Van, cool. It looked yeah, cool, but like there a is Van nothing. Helsing. Have you seen Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman? Mm, I think I have, yeah, but I don't, I don't remember it. It's been a uh, heck of long. That one's like a fun one. I was hoping this would be like a fun, cool movie that I could watch every now and then or maybe around Halloween. I mean, you like scary movies and vampire movies, so I was hoping this would would have been decent or good where I would watch it again, but I will not be watching this one again. And I can't recommend it for anybody. So, do you want to go first for three words? Yeah. You want to do one word you, one word me, one word? If you want. Okay, let's do it. My first word is forced. That's a good one. Did you write it down before? Did you brainstorm? No. Uh, My first word is lackluster. Or underwhelming, lackluster, same thing. Yeah. My second word is creepy. Creepy? When he was crawling, creepy crawly. My second word is, I don't want to say predictable, but it is structured. Like it's a very, like the writing is very, like, I feel feel like an AI wrote the movie. You know what I mean? Like it's like following a strict format besides that one killing off the kid, but everything else, it's like super typical. So, I had oh, underwhelming and structured. My third word is dark. 
because the movie itself was really dark and I thought the cinematography was really dark and it actually worked for the movie itself. Like it looked really cool. The ocean looked really scary. The boat looked really wet and dark. So I'm going to go with dark. My third word is holes because there's a lot of plot holes in it where they don't really close up certain storylines or give you answers to questions that they posed earlier. And then it's, you know, a lot too many conveniences. It's kind of like if you ever watch like action movies and then the main guy's fighting five guys and like one of the guys is like just standing there waiting to hit him, like, and they're not attacking him at the same time. It felt like that, like mm-hmm. that type of movie. So your third word. I already did my third word. Really? What, what were your three? Forced, creepy, dark. What were mine? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> you ask me this every time. Underwhelming, structured. Wow, you really forgot your <laughs> thing. You just said it. You said holes. Holes, underwhelming, oh my structured, gosh. holes. You have the worst memory. I, I can never remember the third one. No, it's always the second one usually. So now we can go on to our reading, which is new here. Well, newer. The last few episodes we've been doing it. I think we've done it for like four episodes now. Okay, but we have how many out? We actually have a lot. We have yeah, like 20 something. So it is newer. I said newer. Uh, one through six rating and it is emoji based. And the reason why we did one through six is because we don't want to do one through five and you fall around a three and you're just kind of land in the middle and you don't really pick a side. Is yeah, it bad or is it good? You don't want people to be neutral in the movie. You yes. have to choose a side. So one through six. And you want to give the emoji names? We're not recording it. So usually if, we, if there's video, we can put the emojis that I we have. I always give the emoji names. Oh. So the first one, one out of six is vomit emoji. Second one, two out of six is face palm. Three out of six is yawning. Four out of six is the open arms emoji. Five out of six is the star eyed emoji. And six out of six, mind blown emoji. What's your emoji, Rachel? I'm going to go with the face palm emoji. Me too. Why do you look at me all crazy every time I tell you and then you just say the same thing? I thought you were going to give it an arms open. Oh, you're just more sure. Arms open? Or a a yawning one at least. But no, this was a face palm. This was missed the mark on it. I mean, baby, we've been together for 10 years. We can think a lot. come on. Stop. (laughs) Stop saying stuff like that. We're literally like the once same a show, person. No. Once a show, you say, dude. What? Come on. I don't want to have to edit anything out. You don't even edit it anymore. So, what would you change about the movie to make it better, Noah? Do I have any, a lot of time? or? No, you don't because you ramble a lot. Can you make <laughs> it quick, please? 30 seconds or less. That's the segment name. You only have 20 30 seconds, seconds left. 30 seconds or less, what would you change? 15 seconds left. You have to just re- rewrite the whole story. 10 seconds left. You have to rewrite the whole story. Everything was done well from like the technical aspect. Like the acting was good. The cinematography was good. Um, like it was shot well. It seemed like it was directed well. It's just like everything was just a story and dialogue. Like the actors did pretty well. Like the Clemens monologue that he'd have where he was like i do not fear you or i actually forget exactly what he said but that was very convincing but just everything with how the story how the characters interacted and how you will and how yeah see like that was stupid he could have said something else but the whole story would have to be overhauled and i think i would have liked to have seen 
Dracula being more manipulating as a man because he did set up the whole voyage and then somehow incorporating that into the boat ride and then making the characters and like the scary scenes play out a little bit more realistically because this wasn't believable with how people would react in those situations and what would happen. And like they can't hear people screaming on the boat or because there's a few times where they're on duty, there's two people on duty together and then somebody is calling their name and then they don't answer. Then two seconds later, they're like, they're like, Hey, what's up? It's like, you didn't hear me call your name. <laughs> like the boat's not that big. Typical right? scary movie. But stuff like that just didn't buy it. So the story as a whole and just making Dracula a little bit more manipulative and the crew more realistic in their situations. That was definitely over 30 seconds. But what I would change is I basically would just take out Anna's character in general. I feel like her character was pointless and all the scenes that I really just thought were so cringe and so forced were really with Anna's character. And it's nothing to her. She did a great job acting her role. But I just think it was really unnecessary. Like they could have figured out what was going on on their own without her. And she didn't really need to play the hero role because I didn't feel like she was the hero. So I'll just do that, take her out. And then maybe not give Dracula wings, maybe make him more of like a human, I guess, to Noah's point towards the end. I don't, well, know. I don't mind him having wings, but they could have it where... No, I'm just saying I'm... I know, I'm just saying my part and then saying, yeah, it would have been cool to see him like a human. Instead of the wings, maybe human. Like instead of him flying around, maybe he could have done more scenes of him like walking around. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough, but... Needless to say, we didn't love this movie and felt let down because we are big fans of the IP. Uh, What's IP mean? Intellectual property. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We kind of got through blockbuster season. That was a busy season, Rach. What do you think about all the movies that we saw this summer? Mm. I know I know, it's still technically summer, but the big ones are kind of out the way. I didn't really care for that many movies. Oppenheimer was cool. It was like, a, it definitely was like a groundbreaking Bar- Barbenheimer movie. Barbenheimer was like the best week. Barbie sucked. Barbie and Oppenheimer were worth it. Oh, what movie did we see that was good recently? Barbie? No, Barbie sucked. Oppenheimer, that was good. Oppenheimer was good. Uh, what do we have on the slate that's coming up next? We actually don't have that much. We did watch... TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and we saw that with Nate and we have that recorded but I do have to edit that because we did it virtually and I can't it's not as simple as just downloading I have to align them up and all that you know what I'll have to say like because you're asking me about the blockbuster movies and I have to say that besides Spider-Man I didn't like a lot of the movies Oppenheimer is good it kept up you gave a lot of movies some star eyes so I did like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I will say that. But Haunted Mansion, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, Insidious, Teenage Kraken, Indiana Jones, Elemental. I did like Elemental. The Flash. It was cool. The Blackening was funny. Transformers sucked. Boogeyman sucked. You don't got to go through every single one. I'm just saying. You were dragging it on in the beginning, dude. All you did was drag it on. Like a friendly sign off. All you do is drag it on. Do we have anything? We're going to watch that. Um, oh, talk to me. Talk to me. We're, yeah, we're going to watch that tomorrow. One. Is that a remake? I don't think so. Oh, because I looked it up on IMDb and there was one in 2022. 
I think that was this one. I think it's like an indie movie where it was released and then it just didn't have like a wide release. You know what I mean? No. Sometimes they're like these indie movies, they're made and then they have to find like partners to like distribute the movies or whatever. So this one just had a lot of traction. So now it's getting like a theatrical release. Oh, that makes sense why it wasn't showing in every theater, huh? Yeah, I think that's why. We're actually learning more about the the business, the movie business. I think you are. Yeah, I am. And thanks to my best friend, ChatGPT. <laughs> You're going to say Corey. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to do this with us. Uh, if For those listeners who are still listening, let us know if you want Corey back on the show. He was with us for The Covenant. For oh, so now you're rambling what and, else do we have? and listing off the movies. Well, which ones did Corey come on? I don't know. I'm not going to ramble and list them off because you're going to ask me a question and then you're going to be like, you're talking too much. He's in a couple of them, but let us know if you want him back. All right. Thanks, everybody, and see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.